Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Ben. And I'm Dak. And we are the guys who did this. And today, after a bit of a break, we are continuing our journey through the Expanse. Uh, the book series, The Expanse, with chapters 48 through the prologue of book two. Warning. Prologue. The prologue. Dak, you wrote prologue. Mm, yeah, epilogue. 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 <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Epilogue. Uh, warning. I just read whatever you put in front of me. Sorry. <laughs> prompt. We will be covering adult subjects and discussing spoilers for both the books and the show. Um, Heck yeah. yeah. Spoilers everywhere. All over the place. Spoilers. Up in ya. All right. Sorry. That's too much. But yeah, we, we took a bit of an extended break, if you didn't notice. We skipped last week. We had some vacations. We had some issues. And don't we? But we're back uh, after after skipping a, a two week interval, and we're back on two weeks after that. So <laughs> sorry that we did not update everyone because we didn't know that we'd be waiting this long. It's fine. Um, no apology from you, huh? You're just like fuck, <laughs> dude, man. I I refuse to <laughs> apologize. That's how you get canceled. Uh, oh, true. If you just never admit admit guilt then yeah. you never will get it's, you'll never be fine. in the wrong mm-hmm. exactly dang heck yeah well it's been so long how are you how have you been how are you doing oh i'm surviving you know we're just uh we're out here playing some puck and doing heck everything yeah. we want Dude, the, wings. the wings have started off strong i'm getting back into the hockey this year yeah just because the wings are the only good detroit team well, good is definitely a They're going to have term, 100% but... of the Detroit wins until the new year, I'm pretty sure, but that's fine. I think the Lions will get a win. We've been <laughs> so close. You didn't I say anything so about bad. the Pistons. I, feel... <laughs> I think the Lions might win. Uh, they should get a win. Have the Pistons won yet? No. They're, gonna lo- they're losing right now. Oh, boy. Oh, are they? Wait, yep. who are they playing right now? Uh, 76 is, is good podcasting. Oh, yeah, there's no way we beat 76ers. Joel Embiid owns us. He's our father. Actually, we're winning. Update, we're winning. There's no way. 35 to 32 in the second quarter. Is Embiid playing? Is Embiid playing? Embiid is playing. Grant is not. So it's amazing. How are we winning? Uh, They they just lost to somebody stupid last night, too. The 76ers are being bad. Killian Hayes with a monster game? He did have a good game last night. He's already got two rebounds tonight, so... (laughs) Two rebounds? The number one stat you oh, want from your from your point guard. Through a good okay. start, but let's get let's get into book book number two, chapter forty eight. Chapter forty eight. Uh, if you remember, so, shit yeah, was about to go do down. Shit was about to uh, was about to happen. It Everyone, basically did happen, right? Like, um, yeah, there was a standoff going on, and then people started fighting, and then I think we get to where we're at now. With the 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 president of the UN puts out a big old uh. All points Take bulletin go. on uh, on our boy Admiral Nguyen, and yep. he just starts blasting basically. <laughs> yeah, <And laughs> pretty much the meme. Yep. So, um, yeah. So chapter forty eight starts off right after Nguyen starts blasting. Him and his cohort start blasting, and uh, yeah, the, he basically gets called in for questioning. Southern Nguyen keep broadcasting publicly to each other about how they are in command and how they're trying to get all the... Because there's essentially... You remember, there's like three factions here. There's Mars, there's Southern's UN faction, and then there's Nguyen's UN faction. And 
all of Admiral Nguyen's faction has basically just been called off and uh, hold the, like, chill and stand down, kind of. And uh, as these two kind of argue back and forth, Avasarala also jumps into the public broadcasts situation because she basically knows that she's like she's won it back you know the politics of the situation if if Nguyen's been called in for questioning then that means that Aaron Wright has kind of ended it he's he's you know he's I don't know exactly he's worked out some sort of deal ended with the president and uh he, he's done he's done for so I started realizing that she she maybe has her her power back she basically says that Souther is in command here do not listen to Admiral Nguyen. I'm putting all my... Like, he's the one that's in charge. Listen to Souther. Mm-hmm. And then, as this is all happening, a bunch of torpedoes that were fired by Nguyen actually start hitting UN ships because the defense mechanisms and guns and arrays aren't designed to recognize these missiles, which is interesting and funny. So they just like blast into some UN ships. They just get absolutely torpedoed. So that's not good. For morale and, uh, and morale, the beatings will continue. And uh, a bunch of missiles get shot towards the Rossi since Avasarala started broadcasting as well. And they just do like a little bit of a, they do some evasive stuff a little bit, not really. But uh, Southern <laughs> really. Ben, as they keep kind of arguing on the public, on the broad, public broadcast here, Southern gives like one, they're, they're like slowly convincing people. Southern gives one last order that. You have like 30 seconds chill or you get no amnesty in the resulting fallout from this. And this kind of like causes most of Admiral Nguyen's ships to chill. They like they're going from they're like changing color on this screen. And I don't, I don't really know. That seems weird, but it seems like an easy way of representing it. But either way, that's what's happening. They can tell that a ship is turned to the other side if it changes color, which is changing its codes or something like that. So uh, all the ships on new inside turn back to the good side on Souther. But then all of a sudden a bunch of shots are fired from the surface of IO. Like hundreds, like two hundred some odd. Too many. And immediately everyone's like, oh boy, these are probably protomolecule missiles that have just come off the planet. And as they kind of talk about what they're gonna do about all these, uh all of a sudden they all cut down their thrusters, and even though they were able to shoot a few of them down already, they've essentially gone off the radars because they were able to like go dark essentially. Yeah, and so they've lost of the hundreds of protomolecule missiles that were launched, they've like essentially lost any of them that were flying already uh, at the moment. However, the king, which is Admiral Nguyen's ship. Gets absolutely domed by one of these protomolecule <laughs> missiles, like just absolutely right in there. And everyone on the Rossi is like, "Ooh, wow! Couldn't happen to a nicer guy." <laughs> but uh, really, though, it's like hundreds slash thousands of people that just got protomolecule that is now up in their butts. So probably shouldn't say that. But uh, no, it's it's spreading on the ship. And Nguyen now opens up a public line and is like, uh, we need oh. to be rescued. And <laughs> they <laughs> they all Avastral is like, no, we cannot go rescue them. That is protomolecular. You no know what's gonna it. happen if it spreads. We have to quarantine them. So they're like initially was t- going to try and go help them. 
and some other ships were too. But after all, I was like, absolutely not. Cannot go. I'm pretty sure she threatened and to shoot him down. She's like, yeah, she's blasting the smithereens. Yep. Yep. Um, a lot of people threatening to start blasting the uh, up in base here. And then, yeah, so that kind of ends the conflict up above Io. Uh, well, no one's shooting anymore. Above. Nguyen and his crew are as good as dead, basically, now that there's protomolecules spreading on their ship. And they've basically lost all the missiles that were fired. Oh, oh and I should have mentioned, they were essentially fired, like, towards Mars. I don't... That was... Nguyen Mars. was the one ordering them. And he was the one that ordered them to fire, and I believe that they were aimed at Mars because they're UN missiles, technically. Yep. So, all, a lot of those missiles are flying towards Mars right now. And could and kill them. In the oh yeah, they could just spread fertile molecule all over. Too bad for that planet. Uh, after this fight has happened, there's some conversations about what the next step is, and Amos, Bobby, and Prax end up deciding that they are going to go down to the surface of Io and look for May, while our hero, James Holden, he is going to go to the king. Because dun, dun, dun. you need to try and find the transponder codes of these missiles, which is just the secret sauce that they need to find the missiles. The missiles. Uh, and he's the one that survived on Arrow, so he's the one that's going to go back in. Yep. Proto molecule soup. And yeah, that is chapter 48. Um, it's a pretty straightforward chapter. There's <laughs> fighting, they decide on the, the end. The plan following the fighting. And Absarala back in charge. Um she is she is Mind blown. the queen. The queen once again. Truly. Love her. Love her. They even there's a couple of things that happen when they King is like really going down, but there's still people alive. An escape pod shoots out of it and they literally just like Seller just like shoots it down. <laughs> Woof. Not good. And then uh, the other thing that they notice is that radiation in the King ship that is, is spiking. And Prax is like, the protomolecule. It knows. They figured it out. They're doing it again. And uh, yeah, very funny. I also like when, uh, so when they first shoot off the, the missiles from IO, um, Alex is like, watch out. One of those things could definitely destroy a ship. And then it hits the King. He's like, told you. Yep. <laughs> it was great. Yep. Mm-hmm. and uh and yeah now we got we also have uh, a weird thing with with holden going to the king even yeah, though he's just he wants to do it he needs it has to. to be him it's him it has to be him naomi hates me. it yeah is that that's the next chapter right yeah it oh, is. No, no, no. the yeah, next chapter naomi, is holden's adventure not on the a king. fan not a fan um, only two people got off eros Holden said, and I'm the one that's left. <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies you. Interesting. And Holden. Yeah, and some. Uh, is it? Uh, it's weird that is we get it? a, just a flashback just now to a certain Detective Miller. Hmm. Interesting. And this foam hat. Interesting. His big old foam cowboy hat that makes him impossible. Yep. See. Yeah, but we good. get. Uh, yeah, honestly. Uh, the chapter's a little underwhelming for me. It seemed like it was just like, all right, it's done. <laughs> like, like it just... Uh, we have then... a lot of... The, the codes, we get a little bit of a MacGuffin 
a couple times at the end of the book, I would say. Just like, all the missiles got shot off. Oh, no. But, oh, we got all the codes. We can just track them all very, very easy. Everything's wrapped up pretty neatly within a few chapters. It's like, a nice bow. It's a nice um, bow. And it seems very, not very realistic. Like, there's a lot of problems right now, but they're all going to be solved in, like, two seconds. Except for one big one. Except for one What's big the one. big one? Oh, well, that's oh, not oh. important for now. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, a little disappointing at the end of this book compared to especially the first. Um, I think and then so. the the third, if I remember, is quite wild. I thought I had really enjoyed the end of the third book. Like, really enjoyed it. I, the third one was good. Um, but then I also... Re- we should do a ranking this. of the book someday. Do it. Yeah, whenever. Well, we gotta read the last. One. The last one comes out soon. You're right. Wow, wait. Isn't it is it not out already? No, it comes out in November. I oh, think they November. pushed it back like a couple oh. days or something. But it yeah, I have it uh, pre ordered. I'm ready. Oh, look at you. Get hurt nice. again. Where'd you pre order it from? Uh Amazon. Son of a bitch. What am, what was I supposed to do? Not from Amazon. I can't. It's they already own get my it from a, Get it from a small bookstore. Like what? Like I, I don't know. Where do Barnes the, and the around, dude? No, not Barnes and <laughs> Noble. <laughs> Walmart? <laughs> oh, oh no but, uh, but uh yeah i'm getting the hard copy which is good uh, the hard copy <laughs> the hard cover <laughs> um i just get amazon. a pdf I'm so mad you, you made basil stronger amazon sold me a jpeg of the book <laughs> uh, just get one piece of paper with a picture of the book the classic absolutely ripped off uh i think you can say that that's a lot um but yeah i guess uh chapter 49 was a thing we get to see holden's view as he's going to uh visit the king um so first off he's getting ready to go he's like so if i wear one of your fancy martian suits is that gonna save me from the radiation to which uh bobby replies no um but they do have these huge ass radiation suits um that will they state will not be good for moving in fire flights i imagine it's just like a suit made of basically liquid heavy metal or heavy metal in general he kind of he like describes it as like well that's usually what stops radiation but he like he's like because they're in microgravity right so he's like i can tell it's heavy because it like caused me to move when i tried to pick it up which is funny uh so yeah he's got to wear this heavy his heavy shoot to survive the radiation to which i say he already got exposed with deadly radiation without the suit before is it really that much worse to get more like i don't know man i feel like uh, it has to be right is it more radiation always seems bad bad but in this world where they take drugs to stop tumors is more radiation (laughs) your body doesn't want more tumors it can't help yeah i don't know i just i think i would rather be get a little bit more radiation and be more mobile but you know what holding to each his own and i think it helps him with uh not being exposed to the proto-molecule which is fine definitely definitely we'll allow it um yep so they discuss how amos and the Doc and Bobby, I'm surprised they're letting the Doc go down there, but I guess they kind of have to. They're going to. down. Like, he's got to go. It's his his final moment. Yep. 
So they're going down to try to save as many people in the dock, obviously trying to save uh, May. Um, so we'll get that to that next chapter. But uh, uh, yeah, Holden is going to have a nice little goodbye with Amos. Um, they have a little cute back and forth about how uh, he needs to uh, protect the dock. And Amos is like, uh, if he's dead, they'll, they'll have killed me first, which is great to see. He dies, he dies. He dies, he dies. <laughs> and then uh, they get a little cute exchange of Holden. Um, or Amos being like, Holden, you're talking like you're not coming back. Uh, you're going to make it. You're the wow. toughest guy I know. And then they hug, and it's it's great. It's really a bro moment there. Um, I did it. The bros. And then... They have a nice little, uh, Hold Naomi have a nice little, uh, exchange. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to go into that. It's fine. They they really have no qualms in their relationship ever again, True. which is, is fine with me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Holden is going to use the Razorback to get to the Abatha King, which... Is kind of funny. He described it as like using a uh, what do you what do you call it? Using a I don't have it written down, but he's like it's like using a race car to like go to the get groceries. Yeah, what it, I that is what he said, right? It might be. Uh, it's it's got to be close. I didn't pull that from something similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's still I think he still said it was a thousand cl- kilometers. A few thousand meters. Yeah, no wait, not meters. Kilometers. kilometers. Which is only a few thousand kilometers. Which is far. Which is I was wondering how fast can they fly in tea kettle? Because even if you're going a thousand kilometers per hour, that's a couple hours. When a thousand kilometers per hour is pretty freaking fast. So I don't. He are, said that he he said that he could just use a Eva pack. He said he might be there. able to. Which he does in another book, but um, to go pretty far, but. A thousand clicks, like I realize, I think they're trying to make us realize how big space is, which a thousand clicks in the realm of space is really close and small. But man, in tea kettle mode, they may because they say tea kettle is just flying with uh, high pressurized air to boost you. But can you get to a thousand kilometers per hour with just tea kettle? Maybe you can. Maybe I'm an idiot. Who knows? But either way, he flies the Razorback in tea kettle mode. He also notes how small the Razorback is, which is funny because in later books they're gonna stuff like Damn, a lot I mean, of people in there. So, dude, like I just I just googled something unrelated, but like <laughs> a space shuttle needs to reach about twenty eight thousand kilometers per hour to leave orbit. Yeah, yeah. You need so uh, the escape velocity is pretty big. Fast. Yeah, escape velocity is large. Uh, that's fucking wild. That's why it's it's so. Uh, if you're going that fast, you can do that in like ten minutes. Uh, yes, but that's also with the full rocket boost, right? Like he's talking tea kettle mode, but yeah. Well, I guess we don't, but we don't really know exactly how powerful like the, what's it called again? Tea kettle, the drive, Epstein drive. Well, well, she's in the racing. She's in the racing. No, but he said he's flying tea kettle in the racing thing, which is like the, which is just with the. Boosters, the steam boosters, the old boosters. So that's why. That's why I think it's weird. He says he's flying tea kettle specifically. That's why I noted it. 
So it's um, going really. Hmm. Uh, so how fast can this thing go? Wouldn't you? That's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> hmm. That's what hmm. I'm saying. Either way, like if you get if you get to max speed in the in the Razorback, I feel like you just die. <laughs> I mean, I, it speed doesn't really matter. It's acceleration, right? Like, right, right. Speed is relative. Ride is forever. Uh, <laughs> family is forever family um but anyway he gets on his journey he's like wow so pretty uh to everything around which it probably does look pretty cool i always uh got volcanoes and stuff he describes the volcano spewing out and like he can like see it stuff like over uh jupiter or whatnot it's uh it sounds like fun but uh Holden finally gets inside the king. Uh, he has to... There's not, like, a docking mechanism on the Razorback, so he has to, like, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. makeshift his way into there. Um, Naomi is uh, guiding him this whole time and is able to see all he can see. Uh, so that's helpful and good. Um, and so while Holden was, was uh, looking around, he gets attacked by some dude out of a storage closet uh, to which... Holden easily just, like, brushed him away and stopped him because he wasn't wearing mag mag boots, so he couldn't get, like, good power behind his swing. Um, He's like, what? What do you think you're doing, man? Uh, And and then uh, this guy, whose name is Larson, is uh, a laggy, a private on the ship. Um, And he's like, I don't know, man. I thought you were uh, an intruder or something. I I, I need to beat you up. And then... uh, to which Holden is like, okay, I'll help you get out of here if you can help me to get to the, uh, what do they call it? The break, the command deck. Um, to which Larson is like, yes, sir, there's a bunch of monsters here. I got to get the F out of here. Um, and then, but also questions Holden. He's like, how are you going to get to the command deck? You need like special access. He's like, I have Admiral access. And then Larson like <laughs> salutes him. is like, yes, sir. <laughs> um, which is funny. To think about because Holden Love is basically it. just uh please don't make Holden an admiral. <laughs> please no. Oh god. Um but then Larson also states he's like, Yeah, I was trying to find where my friends are, and every single person basically is in the um cafeteria area, the galley. And also we gotta go by the galley to get to the command deck. <laughs> Uh, so they theorize that all the monsters have been putting the bed- dead bodies in the galley and that those dead bodies have maybe will start reanimating like uh, like they did on Eros. So it's going to be a fun time, possibly. Um, who so they... Say? Who could say? Impossible. Um, so they, they make it to right before the galley. They can like hear some scurrying going around. They're like, all right. We gotta, we gotta get past the scurrying, <laughs> like they're mouses, mice, mouses. Um, Beast. Is there ever, is there ever a correct way to say mice, mice, mouses? Wait, you mean the plural form of? Can you say mouse? mouses? Is that allowed? No, you just say mice. But if enough people start saying mouses, would that be okay? Okay, that that's a whole different question. That's a whole different question. <laughs> I think you should be able to say. Mice. If enough people start doing something, then yes, like societally, like it's okay. But, but that's not what you asked, though. You asked. <laughs> we're just asking what the plural form of mouse is. Mouses. 
Either way, well, uh, there's monsters scurrying around, and they're like, all right, we got to make a break for this elevator, which is basically like, if you just think about a long hallway, door on the right is the galley, straight ahead is the elevator to command deck. Um, so Holden's like, all right, on the count of three, you're going to scoot on over there, and I'm going to follow you. Uh, so on the count of three... Um, remember that Larson isn't wearing mag boots, so he just pushes off the wall and starts flying, um, at the elevator. As this happens, some, some monsters start flooding out of the, of the doorway of the galley, and Larson starts, like, losing his mind, which I would too. I mean, who among us would not? Who among us? And, uh, but, Holden is able to fight them, he's literally just like mowing them down um just headshotting them which is like I, i'm pretty sure he had problems with killing even the vomit zombies um in the first book so this is uh another more evidence of holden's change of character um but i mean they are they are dead so it's uh, i have no qualms with it either um but they do they do fight their way get to the command deck Admiral Nguyen is waiting there. He's he's ready. He's ready to, I don't know, do whatever. Uh, he tells him if he wants off the ship, if, or if he wants the codes, he's got to take them. Holden has to take Admiral Nguyen off the ship. Uh, to which Holden's response is to just shoot him in the head. Which is, yeah. again, Ooh. wild. Let's go! This is definitely a Detective Miller mode. He even, like, uh, Miller he, mode. it mentions, it mentions in the book. Miller time, let's go! Miller time. Oh. Uh, they have, <laughs> Miller time is not a good thing. But, uh, yeah, did they even nod to Miller? They're like, a certain detective would be proud. Weird. Um, Twice now in the last two chapters. Isn't that interesting? No. But then he also is like, I had to do that, Naomi. And she's like, yeah, it's cool. Which... I mean, okay. Like she's gonna like leave him for it doing it sense. before, but now it makes sense to me that you had to do it. Not really, but that's fine. This guy was wait, who did wait, who did he just murder in cold blood earlier? Um, who did he murder at the beginning? Well, I mean he's been shooting first, asking questions later. Kind yeah, of yeah, recently. that's true. Maybe it's more of a pattern thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know you'll be sorry about this one. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry all right it's a, it says that he shoots him in the throat yeah that's brutal pretty rough pretty rough place to be shot it, but like i don't know no naomi sees it through his face she watches it first person hot <laughs> she's that like yeah be... yeah i know i get it you're cool man i We're get good. it uh, this is <laughs> you do you we've all, we've all been there brother uh but it's also funny because this is like Larson's like mega boss. So it's funny right. that like he just like goes along with what Holden is saying then. Like imagine like somebody comes in, he's like, yo, I need help doing this thing at work. Can I get can you take me to like your boss's boss? And then comes and shoots your boss. And then I mean it's not exactly like that. And you're like, okay, I guess you're my boss now. I don't know. It just seems uh it seems kind of funny that he's so uh he didn't he didn't even respond to it not really like they don't even have like larson being like what the fuck like that's what the right response is like when they first get in 
I skipped over the dialogue. There's like some dialogue between Larson and Admiral. He's like, Admiral, I brought uh, I brought this guy in, and then <laughs> it's like it's very weird. Like it's very clear that Larson still sees Nguyen as a guy in charge, like not the enemy. Um, and then yeah, Holden just shoots him, and then Larson just all right, <laughs> okay, and keeps going. But uh, that's fine. Um. Because during this time, they get to they get the codes, which is cool. Um, but then they go to try to self destruct the ship, and you can't put a timer on it. To which I am like, why we couldn't rig something up here? We couldn't Naomi couldn't have given them something to like press I, a button they, after so much time. They can't just shoot it. They can't just shoot it down. Yeah, they can't just nuke it. They can't just send a nuke at the uh, what's it called? Like put all the defense systems on and send a nuke at the thing. Um, nuke the ship. You got so many other battleships around you. Yeah, but either way, um, Holden or Larson reveals that he's been infected and is like, "I'll just, I'll just hit the button." To which I would say, this seems one. He's he's again sacrificing himself for a cause that Holden. For basically Holden's cause, even though Holden just shot yeah. his boss, and like he just met Holden, I don't. Seems weird, but he is gonna die, so I can see that. And maybe he knows the proto molecule is bad. I mean, he's seen it. He's seen the monsters he created, which is fair. So maybe he's gonna push the button, but still, very weird. Um. And also, if I'm Holden, am I gonna trust that this guy's gonna push the button before? The freak, he freaking turns into a zombie and I get off the ship. I don't know. It seems pretty, uh, a not good plan, but, uh, it, it ends up working out. Um, yeah. and Larson, Holden, Holden's able to get noble, off. What a noble man. He saves. He's Armageddon it. Larson, the plot armor hero of this, Truly. Uh, of this chapter. Holden doesn't die. Wow. Like, this is a good, I, this is a good example of like where, for whatever reason, the end of this book kind of all the tension is almost like sucked out of these last few chapters because of like how uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's I'm not going to say I don't want to use the word ridiculous, but like very seemingly improbable ways that these problems are solved. Like I, I think about this chapter compared to Eros from book one. Those chapters are tense as fuck. You're you're worried. People you're you're very not sure what is how this is going to end. You're assuming yep. that Holden and Miller are going to get off, but like they're getting fucked up. Like they almost die. Yep. In this one, Holden gets off the ship. Oh, he finds a guy. The guy is willing to sacrifice himself. He gets off. Really <laughs> not even a problem. Like I, like it's just like it's way too tidy and neat, and it's just not. Yeah. There's no tension here. It's super weird because they did that really well in book one, and even most of this book, they did a great mm-hmm. job with it. It yeah, just ties it too neatly in some of these chapters. It's wrapped it's up weird. It's like they realized they had to end the book, and then yeah, like oh shit, gotta wrap this bad boy Resolve this, yeah, like, uh, or like make cooler endings, which is fine. The overarching story and the ending is made. I love, of course, it. I love this book. More, this but... book is super good. I just rereading this chapter has made me realize the ending really sucks a lot of the yeah. tension out of it. Yep, true. It's crazy. I just can't, I can't believe that they just randomly, they literally did the thing. They like did the thing that they like, did the thing. They, they did the Star Trek thing. Like, oh, there's the guy in the red suit or whatever. He's the one that's going to die this episode. I don't yep. remember what color it was, but. Yeah, pretty like, much. 
Oh, when when they're like, yeah, Larson, you're coming with me. You're like, oh, well. That Good night, Larson. Dead. Thank you for coming along for the ride. And buddy. then, uh, also, how, like, I feel like it'd be really hard to get out of his suit that's covered. He says it's covered in protomolecule goo. Right, and then he got in a new one. Yeah, how'd he do that? Like, I don't know. If my If I'm wearing a suit full of, like, how do I not touch any of it? Because we know, like, if you get any of this on you, it's basically a death sentence. Death sentence. Like, even, yeah, like, a know. little bit. So, is there some sort of cleaning? Is there some sort of, like, cleaning thing in the airlocks? I'm not really sure. There might be. Either way, but. it seems weird. But he he did it. That's fine. Um, And uh, Holden's basically good to go. G to G. He's fine. He's, like, he's fine. Like, he's not any worse for wear. He's chilling. He came back. Austin blows himself up. He's good. He he's Gucci he for the rest thing. of the book. He sent he sent the codes over to Souther. Like we did it. We good. We saved the it's, it's just it's weird that it just is it happens, <laughs> it's over in one chapter. <laughs> oh my god, you're uh sorry, I just saw saw the discussion for next chapter and got excited. But but, but uh I bet you did, you freak. All right. <laughs> tell us what tell chapter. us what Bobby's up to. Bobby, we go back to our our Rossinante platoon heading to the surface of Io. Bobby, getting a suit on. And this time... Oh, no, point, not again. Bobby's getting, if Bobby's getting the suit on, you know that <laughs> someone... You know that someone's sneaking a peek. Creeping. This time, Amos is the one. He's the culprit. It's always... All right. To be fair, to be fair, most. if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Amos. Right. Right. He's, right. I feel like he's the most character to do this, but they make anybody. You're right. Doesn't matter who she's with. If, <laughs> if, if Bobby's changing, which she has many times in this book, because, ow, ow. because that's what she has to do, I guess. And there, if there happens to be someone within like 20 feet, she, they're, they're, they're metaphorically copping a feel visually. Yeah, it's it's a little concerning. I um, don't understand it. Why do they keep doing this over and over? It's fucking weird. I don't really like it. It makes me it, feel the first weird. Time I was like, Haha, oh, great, good. And this is like the fifth time. It reminds me of anime. I can't I can't do it. It's it's, it's unreal, just, right? When you notice it, it doesn't go away. You're like, why every single time we gotta do this? We gotta do this? It's it's weird. Like I get that Bobby's hot. Bobby's hot. We knew this. We, we knew we this. need more men creeping on her. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. I just don't get it. Yeah, it's I weird. It. I mean, I'll blame Amos. I blame the authors. I, I don't bl- blame Amos. I blame, if, so if they were going to have one person do it, it, I feel like it would be Amos because he just, I don't yes. know. He just like doesn't give a shit. And this, Fully agree. Um, Fully agree. Which would be okay, I think, to do one time. But to do it every time she gets in the suit is, the yeah, too much. Too much. Unreal. Much. It's unreal. It's fine. I, can't, I couldn't believe it when I read it again. I was like sitting there, I was like, my mouth was open. <laughs> I my head was empty. All I could think of, I was just raging. It was yeah. pure rage. Yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Classic. So crazy. All right. Moving on because I could I could be mad about that for a long time. Yep. But they they do have some conversation. I don't even remember what they talk about, but they talk about the the plan <laughs> to go to IO. Um they they're getting ready to drop down to the Rossi is going down to the planet if I understand correctly. Uh, oh wait, do they take? No no no, it's the whole no. Rossi, the whole Rosinante is going down to the planet, isn't it? Uh, minor details. I believe it is though. I don't because they only have two. They don't have. They like somehow separate... drop them off. Yeah, I'm almost positive they get them at they least. Don't, close they don't enough. have like a separate. Uh, 
scuttle, I guess, is what I'm going for. It, it's yep. straight up Rossi. So they they get down to the surface of Io. They land kind of close to the base. And there is a... Avasarla lets them know that there's a platoon of Martians down there as well. Uh, so just be careful. Watch out for them. Don't, uh, don't, don't mess with them for now. And the plan is to run up to the base, get into the base, uh, hack into the computer system, and look for the children. And that seems like a good plan. The backup that's a, plan... <laughs> that statement alone is just wild, but that's fine. <laughs> yep. The backup plan is Amos beating someone up until they tell him where the kids are, which I like that plan. Um, but uh, yeah, the as they get ready, the airlock then opens, and then they run out towards the base Bobby in full Martian battle armor. And uh, the door is locked, but they get it opened up. And Amos and Prax head inside, and Bobby stays outside and guards the door for now. And almost immediately, as she's looking around her environment, her suit gives off a little bit of a, like a warning that there she, it sees movement. And she looks over there, and she sees a little proto-molecule monster sneaking towards her. And it's in its go time. Uh, she, she basically, like, unloads a first round at this monster. She's got those special bullets, the incendiary bullets, I believe they are. And uh, she lands all of them, because I'm assuming the targeting computer stuff in the suit is very good. And uh, as she does this, it clearly doesn't like that and it starts sprinting at her uh and it's and it's going in a full-on sprint in very low gravity so i don't know if this means it's super strong and like grabbing the ground and throwing that itself is a forward. good not question really, not really entirely sure what this means but they want to specify that it's going a full-on sprint in low gravity um she enacts her plan that she's thought of previously and, and how to fight this thing and she runs at a 90 degree angle away from it. And she is happy to learn that it takes a long time to slow itself down and turn. So it loses a little ground on her. Uh, and then it, it kind of chills for a second and realizes it, it won't catch her doing running at her because she's figured out its weakness. And it grabs a huge rock chunk to throw at her. And well, maybe it's not huge. It's a big old rock. He throw, it throws a big old rock at her and she barely misses. And as she dodges, though, she unloads more bullets back into it. And uh, the creature kind of falls over, and she sees the head begin to swell, which we know means mm. that the overrides are kicking in and that the override bomb is about to go off. However, the protomolecule monster rips the bomb out of its own body, throws it at her. Hot. And before she realizes that it's the bomb that it threw at her, it detonates just a few meters from her, and it knocks her over. Double hot. And, uh, wow, you're sick. Keep going. But, uh, <laughs> never say that again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, where was I? Knocks her off her feet. And, uh, she's laying there on the ground. The, the movement propulsion mechanics of her suit have failed. And so she's just kind of stuck there, laying down there. And then the proto molecule creature, as she's stuck down there, kind of just crawls up over to her. He's like looking down at her and he's like poking and prodding. He's like trying to get in. Trying doesn't really know in. what's going on here. And then it just, just starts vomiting on her a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's not ideal. That wasn't really that was not 
fun. Definitely not cool, bro. What are you doing? And then as it continues to do this, it does something even grosser, which I'm going to have a hard time recounting here. Because reading it's one thing, but saying it out loud is another thing. A and up and like a, a an arm like thing bursts out of its stomach, and it's Bobby noticed that it looks like a tube, and it and it grows from the creature's stomach, proto molecule style, and it starts like more seriously like looking for weaknesses in pursuit, and it's a tube. Because it starts like shooting brown goo out of the tube at specific spots to try and get into the suit. So that's super gross. And she's like, okay, <laughs> fuck this. I'm, I'm, and she like, she, she, it says that she has to like wrench her arm a little bit. She's not sure if she like dislocates it or what, but she, she gets her arm out of her arm of the suit in a way to move the gun again. And the gun's like point blank. She just unloads on the thing. And then there's zero head left on this mofo. And so he's he's dead, dead. No head. And she, uh, Bobby has beaten our protomolecule enemy. So, wow. yeah, that was our the faded Bobby protomolecule creature rematch. And uh, Bobby has come out on top. And uh, she she has lived for the time being. But, yeah, uh, I don't have a lot of discussion because it's a fight chapter. But, man, that goo stuff and the whole... Tube is Dude, that just, sounds like a it's nightmare. Gross. It's gross. If you can put it's yourself good, in that situation. It's gross. Yeah, it's a good, like, that's like a classic gross sci-fi thing. I love that. I love it. Like, i just imagining, like, this monster throwing up on you as you're about to die. Just probably the worst timeline. Definitely seems unfortunate. Probably not how I want to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but props to the monster for uh, no sexual harassment. Uh, the only male in the book not to. Finally. Someone does not ogle Bobby. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> I am looking respectfully. <laughs> Amos didn't even say that. Amos said, I am looking disrespectfully is what he made yeah, me he said. Yeah, he went full ham. Like, damn, bro. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, I'm glad that our monster and pretty is a scary. And uh, she gets a real... revenge on the, the monster killing her friends, basically. Yep. Uh, kind of. Even though it's not the same monster, not the same and monster, but she does kill a monster. Um, and it, I think she, she, you can tell she feels good about that. She does be feeling good. Like I think she even says something about it, like in her head. She's like, like it's over. What does she say? She thought she was gonna die. She, oh she yeah, thought that this was gonna be her end. Um, but yeah, she. Uh, this is a big cathartic moment for her. Yes, sir. And she and she did it. She won. Yep. Good for her. Good for her. Um, yeah. I guess we'll we'll keep going because uh, we gotta we gotta keep we going. To. We get to see what uh, That's Prax. What the is for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get to see what Prax and uh, Amos are up to. Um, and yeah, they're just wandering through the halls. Uh, they, so they're also in contact with, with Naomi, but this is going on at the same time as, uh, Holden is doing his thing. So Naomi has, or is spending most of her attention on Holden, obviously. Um, so they, they go looking, they go looking through the labs. Uh, they, they basically get there by following signs. They're like, where are we ever going to go? 
And then uh, Amos just like points at a sign and is like, maybe we should just follow those. And it ends up being a good a good thing. They they follow the signs to the labs where they overhear a conversation between what sounds like a male and a female. Um, so it sounds like the female's trying to get the male to leave. She's like, we gotta get out of here. Um, people are gonna be here any second. We gotta we get we gotta get this. But he the male is like, no, uh, we're not gonna survive. We don't our only chance if we stay here. Um, and it kind of sounds like he's wanting to use whatever he's got there as like bargaining chips. Um, to which the Amos and Doc enter, and they see a lot of little kids. Which is concerning, considering what they just overheard about the doc uh, trying to uh, to maybe bargain bargain these guys. Um, and Amos describes the amount of children as uh, enough for choir, but not enough for a baseball team. Which, it seems like those are about the same, to be honest. Uh, a choir and a baseball team. Uh, how many people are on a baseball team? Not enough. Uh, at that play or that are like on it, it in yeah, total? Yeah, this is this is a good question. Uh, nine, right? <laughs> there's 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 one, two, three, four, five, six, nine. seven, eight, nine on the field at a time. Yeah, I think there's a more than that. It sounds like there's a decent amount of kids. Um, and uh, they recognize the doctor. It's uh, it's Mister Strickland. To which, when they he sees Amos and. And Mr. Prax enter the room. Strickland just blows the the female doctor away, <laughs> and then like oh, just like starts saying stuff like, "Aha! I'm glad you're here. I <laughs> I was uh, I was saving these kids. Uh, I was trying to get them off safely. They made me do these experiments on them and gather them. And it was like, he what? Was so mistreated. How stupid do you think these people are? For one, they overheard you talking." which you basically gave away what you were trying to do here. And then you just kill somebody and then try to make it sound like all the experiments you were doing were against your will. Um, But luckily Amos is obviously wise to this. He's like, I know Protogen basically had a bunch of psychopaths uh, doctors and he's like we're not protogen to which amos is like it doesn't matter which uh what brand you're under <laughs> uh but uh yeah they see right through it um Rax, we think he's about to go awol again uh points a gun at him and then and then decides against it. he's like nope i don't need this and then amos just blows him away anyway <laughs> uh which is which is funny a lot of Miller time in these chapters. A lot of Miller time. It's Miller time. <laughs> yeah, Amos does the Miller time for him, to which Brack seems perfectly fine with, um, which is rightfully so. I mean, he stole his child. But, uh, oh, I don't think I said May is there, and she is okay, which is fun. And that's one of the things Strickland said. He's like, I saved her uh, specifically, I, like, whatever. Um and then obviously their response is, we think you saved her specifically so you could try to get off with the bargaining chip. But exactly. uh which is probably what happened. Uh but yeah, they uh they save the kids, they get off, they meet Bobby. Bobby's like, Hell yeah, brother, I beat that thing. 
Hell and, yeah, brother. That is, I 100% see Bobby saying that. That yeah. is exactly what I see her saying. Like, there's no, that's not an exaggeration. Yep. And we got, we got double revenge. We got revenge on the Proto Molecule Monster. We got revenge on Dr. Strickland. Um, just Millard, Miller timed away. Um, one thing I will say, I'm surprised because one of the reasons, remember when Pratt, I think it was Prax talking to Avasarla when he's like, so why are we not just nuking IO? And one of the reasons, the excuses she said was one, obviously because of the kids and two, because there might be evidence or something on there to be able to like, A, stop any other plans and B, um, get anybody else who was involved in trouble. Um, yes. But they don't seemingly bring any info or anything off or anybody alive besides the children. Nothing. Which nope. is like, okay, maybe some other military people did, but still, like, the second they got off, they're like, all right, nuke it. <laughs> they basically go like, I pretend I do not see. Yeah, so... And they Audi. Like, it must have been about the children the whole time, which is fine. Just fine, but still, it may have been smart. Try to get some, some intel. I think they're. I, I think that they are scared enough of the proto molecule at this point that they don't bear. Right, like they I think that, that might be what is happening now. They they're past the point of being like. interested. They're more at like the, the, you know, this is something that could end humanity, and I, I'm treating it as such now. We need to. I don't want to even get close to it. I don't want anyone to read it. I don't want anyone to have any access to this research. We're getting rid of it. Oh my god! That's, in my brain, that's what is going on. Thankfully, there's still four more chapters in this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, uh, it's. It was. It's pretty weird. Also, this whole. I won't lie. Again, once again, like lie. the whole book has been building up to Strickland, and like. We get like two cent seconds of him. His face gets blown off. <laughs> and that's it. GG. That's fine. Yeah, they they don't. I mean, they are trying to like do the overarching big bad is the proto molecule, which it is, which is cool. Yes. But there's yes. no other big. He's bad. not even a good. He's not even a good mini boss. Like he's not even <laughs> he's a good not like good... act two. He's not like a good act three end boss. You yeah. Know? Like he barely even. I don't know. It's fine. It's whatever. But it uh, we did get revenge, which is sweet. And uh, also, you know, they mentioned the whole Martian platoon down here. We don't even see them. I wanted to see them in action. I wanted to see a Martian platoon. Go, go, go. Yeah. They say that like there's like a group of scientists barricaded in. uh, Barricaded somewhere. And I'm like, how are the Martian Marines not just like, why would they even care about that barricade? Like, what is how is that going to stop them? Yeah, I guess maybe they're not in maybe they're not in armor, but I my thought was that they would be in armor, but I guess I don't know. Armor. Yeah, I don't know. Very weird. Interesting. But yeah, May's back. We got her. She will come again. She's back. Cool, cool. And with that we move back to I'm Sarla. It was over, except that it wasn't. It never was. War never changes. So, I'm sorry, exactly. Uh, I'm Sarla and Southern. They're kind of like reviewing everything that has taken place over the last three chapters. Four chapters? 
four chapters. And uh, they, they're just kind of summing everything up. And they're like, well, all the missiles are heading back towards Mars. We got all the codes. So once they start getting closer to Mars, we'll start popping them off. And, <laughs> and so I was like, should we just shoot them now? And he's like, like, isn't that, isn't waiting till they get close? Like, kind of risky. He's like, well, close as in like a week out. So not actually that close, but close in space time. Uh, like, okay, cool. But all the, the crew is, uh, everyone's heading back sunward. Because remember, they are out uh, by Jupiter. So every, all the Martians and the UN ships and the Rosinante are headed back towards the sun. And Avsarla is actually going to ride with the Rosinante, not the UN ships. Uh, and she says this is because of the publicity that she wants. So, how it, and it looks good. Because they have Martians and Belters and UN people on the Rosi. And and May, uh, and Prax. So she wants the good. She wants it to look good for everyone. And she walks over after she's done talking to Souther. She walks over to a different spot of the ship and finds Prax and Holden discussing the money situation. And <laughs> Prax is like worried about getting sued because people are still sending him money, <laughs> even though now that now they found May. And Holden's like, don't, you just can't. This is not a problem. Like, you can tell people to stop, but if they keep sending you money, like, it's not a problem. And he's like, I have too much money already. Take more, please. He's like, no, no, no. You paid us very generously for our services. Like, all this money that's remaining is for you and May. And Avsarla's like, shit. Avsarla is like, shit. I was going to ask him to do this certain job that I want him to do. But now that he's independently wealthy, it will be harder to do that. That's funny. Um, but yeah, like it's, she's like, how rich Avasarla? I'm pretty sure it's Avasarla. She's like, well, how much money do you have? And Holden's like, well, they're, they have just like not enough to retire in luxury. So like they can retire, like he doesn't need to, like he has enough money to like not worry about money for the rest of his life. But uh, he's not like rich, 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 but he's, he's rich. Yep. And, um, yeah, then she's like, okay, cool. Well, my plan to get Prax... Is the plan revealed here yet? Or is it in a later chapter? Either way, her plan to install Prax as the leader of the rebuild of Ganymede taking a, a mental hit because <laughs> my guy is absolutely loaded now. So uh, that will go on the clash for now. But uh, she goes to look for Bobby because Bobby's the one she, that she really wants to talk to. And she hears Bobby and Amos laughing in the machine shop and she's like oh ho am i interrupting a intimate moment which is a uh. odd but uh it's not because then she hears may laughing like ah yes playing with the child <laughs> and um may is literally being thrown back and forth between amos <laughs> and bobby they're just playing catch with her which i love that'd be so fun uh, yeah i want bobby to play fun. catch with me and Asarala yells at them but uh, they obviously don't take it. They don't really care. And it's funny. And Amos and May's like, all right, I need to go talk to father. And Amos is like, all right, let's go. And then Avasarala and Bobby start their discussion. Uh, it's revealed that there was another big energy spike on Earth that coincided with the violence between Bobby and protomolecule monster number two. And we, you know, it's pretty clear that it can 
communicate with itself over vast distances much quicker than uh, humans can, which is concerning. And now we get into Bobby and what is going through Bobby's head. Abasarla is wondering, like, so you came back from this fight that you kind of like did your like death prep in. <laughs> like, how are you like good? Like, are you what? What's going on? Like, are you gonna you gonna kind of keep on keeping on or what? And Bobby doesn't really know what she's gonna do. I uh, I don't know if it's revealed here, but she essentially decides that she kind of wants to go back to Mars and hang out and figure out what she's gonna do with her life now. Yep. Um, but you don't. I don't know if we get that yet. But yeah, she doesn't really know. And I'm sorry. I was like, well, I'm about to be basically the leader of the UN. So if you whatever you need, whenever you like decide what you want, let me know, and I will like make it happen. So I was like, ah, uh, hmm, well, okay, but why? <laughs> She's like, well, this is how I show affection. <laughs> I show affection by giving political favors. And that, that's that's understandable from what we know. And yeah, and after that, Avsarla's like, well, whatever you do decide, the door is open. I'm I'm probably your only friend right now. You're kind of in a weird spot. Uh, but you know, that's okay. You can make more friends, maybe. And yeah, the Rossi continues its flight back towards Luna. It's we get a little bit of insight. Aaron Wright has essentially they threw a little retirement party for him and he got sent out to the farm. And Avsarla starts putting together her new office as Undersecretary General. And when they land on Luna, Arjun there. Our boy. Waiting for her. What a guy. He came out all the way up to Luna. What a I guy. I mean, I don't think it's that big a deal in their time, but still. I think going from Earth to the moon is a big deal. No, they made it sound like it was muffins. But yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I think, I think it's cool. It'd be like flying to LA or something. Pretty cool. That's That sounds really nice. <laughs> I guess. Either way. You're just in California. You're like, it's fine. I do this every day. I do this every week. It's this is all good. I do. What's the, pro- what's the problem? Uh, crazy. Yep. Yeah, we, we just got it. It's a big old wrap-up chapter of everyone. And we get some good, we get some good info. I love that Prax is like a millionaire now. I think that's very funny. Yeah, uh, Prax. And he doesn't like all it. He to, all he had to do was lose his daughter for months. Um, I know she got turned into a proto molecule monster. All he had to do simply became a millionaire. And then watch a bunch of people die. Yeah, good, easy, easy. Um, yeah. we get some, we get some harder things coming though. This uh, <laughs> I don't know if the phrasing on that. I don't know if I like that or not, but um, I'll allow it. We get the Holden chapter, which is just super weird. It hurts me to read. Um, but yeah, Jim and the gang are back home on Luna. All is well in the world. He's talking to one of his parents, trying to get them to come up to see Naomi. Um. He has to do a little bit convincing because they're uh, they're pretty homebodies. They don't like to leave Earth. At first, they're like, "Why are we going up there? Just come down here. It'll be cool." But then she's like, "I have a new friend that I want you to meet," and she doesn't do good in high gravity. To which the parents respond, "Rut row," and uh, uh, 
it's uh it gets pretty interesting because they're like i thought i thought you wanted to have kids when they learn he's dating a belter and he's like uh guys belters and earthers can still have kids to which she kind of like scoffs at um which is a big oof big oof from this guy um uh but they they ultimately agree to come up and see him which is good um and then he turns to Anobi. He's like, did it. I got my racist parents to come up. And uh, was explaining them the baby situation. To which Naomi just goes, no babies, and then goes to sleep. <laughs> which, which uh, again, is funny because we, I think we talked about in the first book how she was like, I have eggs on whatever, Europa. And I don't know, other stuff about kids when... This whole time she doesn't want kids or more kids, eh? Uh but uh yeah, just interesting. Interesting conversation. Um fortunate all around for our boy. Uh just not not good. We it gets even worse in later books. <laughs> uh which is it's rough. But uh what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um but the second part, Holden Gets to see uh, Jules Peter Mao be interrogated as a uh, kind of a gift from Avasarla. Um, so Holden rolls up outside the interrogation room. The guards bring on in Mr. Pierre Mao. Um, and to which Holden like states, I'm pretty sure if I would have killed him, they would have just been like gone along with it. Like been like, oops, he somehow accidentally died. Um, which is funny, but, uh, he doesn't kill him. He just like asks him like, why, what the fuck, man? Why'd you do, why'd you do all this? Uh, to which Jules Pierre Mao doesn't really give an answer. He's like, why did you do what you did? You killed a bunch of people. Um, which is funny. He tries to like pretend that, uh, like flip the blame on Holden. Um, which, uh, to be honest, Holden did some weird, weird stuff, but, uh, yeah, still not as bad as making children proto-molecule monsters <laughs> or, yeah, making a whole bunch of psychopaths to do science experiments because you know that no real human would do them. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Pretty, pretty wild. Uh, so then Avasarla goes in and it's clear this is less of an of a interrogation and more of like, I'm going to end your life. Um and take down everything you ever built. Uh, and like this is how it's going to go. Not really an interrogation. So she basically tells him. I'm going to destroy everything you've ever built. I'm going to like rip apart your company. Rip down all your whatever statues. Your accomplishments. And make it so that no one ever remembers. She says that even his family will forget about him. Which is uh, not quite true. As we'll see in the third book. But uh, yeah she's. She's uh, she's she's basically making Pierre Mao's life over. He's gonna be going to prison forever, and uh, not having a good time. Not a good time. Uh, so yeah, a lot of weird things. We get to see Holden's uh racist parents. Not fun. Um, and like just the tension between Belters and Earthers. 
Uh, not fun. Not good. Not good stuff. Not, as uh, the Wall Street Journal put it, the future the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Um, then we get to see Naomi doesn't want babies. Uh, Mr. Mao being somehow, like, I don't know, trying to act like he isn't in the wrong here when I don't, I already listed his uh, discomplishments and then uh, did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. He's like, uh, I don't know. It's I think it's good. I think we should uh, destroy people who made monsters out of babies. Hot take there. Hot take. Hot take. Um, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty satisfying chapter, I guess. And also cringy at the beginning, but that's uh, that's how we roll with the punches here. Sometimes that's life, man. Sometimes that's sometimes, life. Sometimes be cringy. Sometimes. But you keep on. Keep on keeping, keeping on. on. And following that, we get our last chapter of the book. Our boy. Chapter 54. Prax. And uh, May. And Prax, chillin'. But we realized they're chillin' at a dinner put on by the UN at, I love the name of this, the New Hog on Luna. And that's a great name. But there's a big old meeting going on, and there's a bunch of people here. He's looking around. He sees Avsarla surrounded by a bunch of short, stocky Earthers. I love that we just call oh, Earthers yeah. short and stocky. Nice all the and time. stocky. It's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, right. sure that's fine and uh <laughs> i have to allow it because we're at there he also looks over and there's like a scientist table and he's like dang i'd probably be over there if i wasn't at the cool kids table which is the rasanante table because of course <laughs> there's a rasanante table because they saved the day once again mm-hmm. and uh holden interesting question here who knows why he's asking he asked Prax about, like, you know, so you, you raised a kid on Ganymede. Like, how was that? <laughs> and he's like, wow, it super sucked, bro. Like, kids are hard to raise in space. A lot of times they have issues. Like, I do not recommend it. Holden's like, oh, cool. Good. Great. And uh, Naomi does not say anything. <laughs> super weird. <laughs> Holden, goddammit. This is very much. weird. This is like, if Holden, you... Please. I don't know. It's like bringing up uh, a fight you had with your significant other to somebody else. It's like, like, so what do you think about peanut butter? I don't say, know. Say your girlfriend is like, say you your girlfriend is like next to you, and have you haven't talked about marriage at all. But you ask <laughs> somebody with like, so like your wedding ring that looks great. Like where'd you get it? Very like weird. that would be weird as fuck. Like that would be weird as fuck. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It'd be, off- it'd be awkward. Not the best um, way to do things. Seems like a. Seems bad. Seems bad. So that happens. And after this, a woman named Carol is like, oh, we spoke a couple times. Ooh. Uh, uh, I, I sent you some money for <laughs> May. Awkward. <laughs> and Prax is like, wow. Yeah, I do remember you. My favorite sim. Drunk. And uh, yeah, Prax 100% getting hit on. She probably has realized that he must be a millionaire. And she's like, yes, come to me. And uh, but no, then all of a sudden, Avsarla 
yells uh, an expletive that I don't even know if I want to repeat. What oh, yeah? What did she say? Is it that bad? It's pretty bad. Yeah. What we you, got? Want me, you want me to see it? You want me to see uh, it? Say I'll, it. Uh, she yells, son of a fucking whore. That's what she yells. Okay, that's, that's what she fine. yells. So, and she says this in a lot of room, and then she says, sorry, I forgot May was here, which is funny. Um, but, and even though, I don't know why this is so bad, but it's revealed that Fred Johnson, Dancing. our boy. I forgot about him. He's nuked all the protomolecule missiles because he could track them for some reason, which is weird because apparently I thought we needed the codes to track them, but I guess not. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but he, he nuked every single one. And apparently this is bad because it's a show of force. I, I, yeah, it's bad. It's very bad for everyone. So following this, everything, the night goes back to normal for a little bit. And uh, our boy, our boy Prax, he's like, "So, Bobby, uh, what's up? You going back to Mars?" He's like, you know, yeah, yeah, I am. It should be good. And then Bobby asks him if he's going to take that uh, nice position that Absarla has offered on Ganymede. Mm. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I am actually. It's gonna I be don't nice. Think I will. Super excited. No, he he doesn't say that actually. <laughs> he he oh. says the He says the opposite. It's kind of the same vibe, but he says like." I think I will, but like yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be leading the recovery effort on Ganymede, which is fun. He starts to like go into it more, and Bobby's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get out of here. He's gonna go on forever." <laughs> uh, but luckily, or unluckily, the Avasarla uh, is looking at a little screen, but she stands up and walks away, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" And they walk. Everyone follows her over to this big meeting room. Dun dun dun. And they pull up a big screen, and they're like, this is Venus 45 minutes ago. <laughs> and, uh... This is Venus now. We, we see a giant thingy. I don't know how to describe this. Did you, do you have a good understanding? I, I have... My, okay, well, let, me, let, me, let me finish quick. A, a giant photomolecule uh, thing. It's got strands, filaments. Yep. And it and it lifts up out of Venus's atmosphere. It's huge. It's like it's like as big as the planet. Not actually as big as the planet, but it's like it's it's in similar size as like the little the literal planet itself. And it moves out into space. Maybe not the, all of Venus. Maybe smaller than Venus, but like as big as like a moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it like knocks ships ships aside that are outside Venus, like studying it, and it starts flying out into space. Um, I obviously in the in the show, is it the ring when it comes off the planet or no? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know if I remember in the show. Uh, I'm basically yeah. rereading this. I don't have a good understanding of what this looks like. I, I think it's just supposed to be a ball of protomolecule alien looking sh- stuff. Oh, with like little like strands and yeah. things flying off it weirdly. Okay, That's what I'm that getting. Makes sense. That makes sense. And then it just starts moving like the protomolecule does. Scary. It'd be moving. Where it'd be going. I don't know. So my question know. is... Acid. I guess it kind of makes sense. Why does it have to move out? So we know it, it's like going away from the sun, they say. But we know eventually yeah. like ends up out near Jupiter or whatever. Um, isn't, it way, isn't it way past Jupiter? It's pretty far away. It's Yeah, it might be past Jupiter. It might be past Saturn. It's, it's I think either it's way. way past, I think it's past Saturn. Super far away. Way um, far. But why? Why, did it, why does it have to go that far out? It's nice out there. I don't know. I guess so. Maybe to get... I don't know. 
because the sun keeps getting bigger. I don't maybe could be either way. It's it's, it's programming. It's uh, it's flying away. Pretty crazy. Pretty nuts. Maybe it just go, maybe it goes farther away because that's how they programmed it because there's just like less stuff out there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Better chance that it doesn't get effed up. Even though it seems impossible to F it up because it's like impenetrable by anything. Super but, smart. Yeah, do be smart. Yeah, it's like living technically because it's proto molecule. I guess. Uh, maybe that's weird. Not true. What constitutes as life? I guess it kind but of yeah, is. It's like it's a big old flying thingy and it's moving, and we don't know where it's going yet. Well, we just spoiled that a little bit, but that's okay. It's not it's that still big cool. Uh, so yeah, we get it is cool. It's a good. It's actually a good, a cool, fun thing that happened. Yeah, because now you're like, what the what the fuck nut? is that? What what? And it's... now because everything is tied up so cleanly, it's like, well, did any of this matter? <laughs> no, I think that's kind of the point, though, right? Yeah, that like our nothing matters mean nothing in the or... face of God. Yeah, yeah. Or Leviathan wakes. So yeah, that's a thing. So one end of the book. We get a big old hip hip I don't know, I was going with that hip flexor. We get a big old cliffhanger. Um boom. But that's not the only cliffhanger because we got an epilogue with arguably the biggest cliffhanger you could throw in here. Um so basically Holden, he's watching TV screen, he's still like watching the venus stuff and is like this could be the end of the world naomi you gotta see this shit uh to which naomi's like, like i'm going to bed like a 50 year old dad yeah 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 he is he's like this stuff's <laughs> crazy i'm to bed larry <laughs> basically um but yeah holden's to invest in the screen he continues watching naomi goes to bed but then he hears somebody and at first he doesn't want to take his eyes off the screen uh but uh Which, concerning because you're in your own home or whatever and you hear yeah. someone behind you. <laughs> like, weird that he wasn't more startled like if i'm in my basement alone even if i'm like into like the most awesome video game or like show or something and i hear something behind me i'm not gonna be i'm gonna be yeah freaking out i'm be like what the fuck <laughs> Uh, you like specifically yeah it's it's not like he thought it was naomi or something because he clearly says like he heard like a man behind him or something and and then uh so yeah weird what okay holden i don't know (laughs) but uh he turns around and it's a certain detective miller with uh fireflies around him he looks a little spooky looks a little protomolecule glowing a little ghosty Uh, (laughs) and he says uh I gotta make sure. I want to get this exactly right. Uh, hey, we, right now, you got it. We need to talk. You you didn't get it right, but that's well, okay. You it's close enough. What is it? <laughs> we gotta talk. We gotta. We gotta. Hey, Detective Miller said we gotta talk. Um, Woo! he's back. He's yes. in. Uh, he's here. Oh my god! To which I'm I so was happy. like, when I first read this the first time, I was like blowing my mind out. I was it's true Maybe because we knew it was coming the whole time. It's it doesn't seem. I I, I it was funny. It was very underwhelming for me. But yeah, it's a hundred percent just because I knew it was there already. I was like, I gotta read the third book right now. I gotta see what happens. Yep. Um. Yep. Yep. Which I was a little disappointed in the beginning, but uh, it gets better. So, Miller. Yeah, we get Miller here, and I was like, I don't even know what I was thinking when... At empty. 
I was like, did Miller survive this? Did Miller, uh, did like somehow he is he controlling the proto molecule thing? Is that would like, be hype. is Miller like now the grand poopa of the proto molecule? That would have been um, extremely fucking cool. Is I there wish they would have done that. Are there proto molecule people? Is there proto molecule? Uh, what's back. her face coming? Is she gonna come back? I was uh, like, I fucking wish. Can you imagine? That would have been so hype. God, my mind really? was racing. I was. Really fucking- uh, Justice for Julie. Justice for Julie. Yeah, this was uh it was a pretty crazy moment. Uh probably one of my favorites from the series. It is a really honest. good moment. It is a really good moment. Because it's just like it's just like nuts. You're like, whoa. Yeah, what's gonna happen? Also, he's the best character, so I mean, maybe, but I, I'm not convinced. Alright. He's We're a discount. That's okay. Holden eventually. But what? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like you like said it you said what you had to say and you're like all right my job here's done <laughs> just gonna lay that there and uh, uh leave it at that it's it's not much but it's honest work <laughs> heads out walks in says the line heads that's out. it that's all you need but yeah that that is the end of book two uh, technically it is the epilogue edge book? after book two but Dude. um so what are your I know we've made him known, we couldn't even keep him in throughout our recap, but uh book two. Overall thoughts, opinions? Thoughts, opinions. Uh it's good. A different vibe from the first book when it was more of a mystery. So so uh it was literally a mystery. Like which I really like a mystery style, which is cool. Um, but we did get more we expanded the characters, which is good. We got to hear more about the other minor characters not just mostly miller and holden which was fun um a little more into politics space politics which is cool and uh yeah just i i overall think it was a good good book good sequel um and left me wanting to obviously read more after the cliffhangers we got there gotta figure out what's going on I mean, I remember when you first got into these and you were, you went ham. I was flying. Yeah, you went ham. I really like this book too. I, I really, Avasarla, I, again, it's it's weird to remember that we literally only have two POVs in book one. Yeah. Um, We really didn't even expand the, the Avasarla wasn't that even much. in book one. No, right. But she like immediately becomes my favorite POV person. Um, And they keep that up. We get, the next few books, we get good POVs too. So, uh, they do a good job of making the main characters people that you generally like and that are interesting. So they do a good job of all that. And I love Bobby, obviously, of course, too. Bobby's yep. great. Yep. Bobby's great. Um, yeah, and Miller. Back. Miller time. Lord, Lord Voldemort. Oh, next book is all Miller time. Uh, yeah. There's a majority of Miller time in there. I'm excited. Maybe even maybe even later. It's that. Miller time. Pretty cool. Alright. That's it. No. We decided not to do Science Tuesday this week because we did a long we did eight chapters. And it was counting. the end of the book. What do you end? End? It's too excited. What are we yeah, what Sue are we us. gonna do? Uh, do yeah, do it. Do it. Uh but we should decide a uh Approach and person of the week. Yeah, and I I struggled 
this, and I'm still struggling with this. You're still struggling? I think yeah. it's obvious. Do you? I mean, you could go a few ways with this. Uh, so you just said you thought you said you said you thought it was obvious, though. So we gotta we gotta remember to just look at these chapters. <laughs> we, we gotta remember. We gotta remember uh -huh. what everyone, what everyone did. Who did the most? Who did? Who was the best at it? Uh, and to be honest, you're gonna hate it, but I think it was James Holden. He went to that zombie ship, got the codes, shot uh, Admiral Le Guin. Um, murder. That was murder. Shot Admiral Le Guin. Enlisted Larson as a guinea pig to blow up the ship. <laughs> Basically killed Larson. <laughs> so he's a manipulative bastard. I mean, he was going to help him off if he could. And he did offer to stay on the ship and blow it up. Uh, but then Larson... It's like when you go to fake pay for a meal, and then they're like, oh, I got it. Yeah, that's what Holden yeah, did. Yeah, it's a courtesy. It's a courtesy. You have to pretend to, you have to offer, but you know you're not going to pay it. Yeah. 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 I, oh. uh, I don't know. So I don't know who you would do other than that. So you could say Bobby killed, her, killed the monster, hey, but... Did that matter in the grand scheme? Eh, maybe that not. That seems like a lot more. That seems like a lot more work than what Holden. He he saw the face of more monsters. Um, but I think okay. what Holden's work did was more important. That is true. That is true. Um, then but you friend got blo but friend blows up all of them either way. That was pretty cool. Um, that was yeah. I don't understand that. But that I don't understand weird. why they let Fred blow him up. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why would they not shooting them the second they got the stuff from Holden? Yeah, Whatever. I thought they couldn't track them unless they had the codes. Did 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 Southern give Fred Johnson the codes to the missiles? Did everyone? Did he just broadcast the codes? Maybe. I don't That's know. That's a very Holden thing to do. Just broadcast <laughs> the codes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta send a mass email real quick. Um. Yeah. Either way. I don't... I don't know. I don't think I would do Bobby. That's fair. I don't have a. I don't. Amos know if I, have a strong, I don't have a strong argument for anyone. Chapters, to be honest. I think. I think it's got to be Holden. I'll give it. I'll, I, that's. That's. I think that's fine. All right. That's only Holden's. Is that Holden's first one? One. I'm no, looking at. Be. I'm looking at our old ones. Oh, that is Holden's first win. What? He never won any book one. Nope. Uh, Julie, Avlock, oh, yeah. Lieutenant Kelly, Miller, Miller, Avlock, Naomi, Miller, <laughs> Bobby, Daddy. Avlock won three in book one. Damn. Um, I think we gave. No, did I? How many? Did I... Okay, we gave it to Miller and Havlock in one of them. Um, then Bobby, Daddy Katoa, Avasarla slash the Coffee Girl. Yeah, hell yeah. I love that girl. We gave one to Alex. Nice. Prax. Prax's ex-wife. Prax again. <laughs> Wait, Prax got two? Prax has two in this book. Damn. He kind of rebounded and became a he did okay person. Going full Prax mode. Uh, then Captain Richard Sung of the MCRN Sidonia. I don't even know... What did he That's do? lost on me now too, which is <laughs> wild because that just happened. Dude. 
That's the bro dude. Remember? He's like... He's like, uh, oh, he's the guy who oh, hooked him up with all missiles? the stuff. Hell yeah! He's you, like, you need guns, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that dude. Yeah, now I remember. He deserved it most of anyone, I think. Yeah. Okay, I just actually realized Holden does deserve it because when Prax goes to like tell everyone that they need to get to the surface, Holden just full on like kicks him in the face, yeah, and, like tackles him and like. Oh, I forgot him. he did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that part actually, Holden deserves it for that part alone. IMO. Prax tried to go Prax mode and Holden didn't let it. In. I that, think that was honestly. last chapter though, but yeah, that was. That fun. was the chapter. That was the first chapter, wasn't it? I think it might have been the chapter before this. Oh, oh, you're right. It might have been the chapter before this. Either way, hot move there. But that was the chapter before this. It was good. That was so fun. the last two chapters. I mean, it is clearly between Holden and Bobby. They're supposed to be like the action heroes of this last yes. last two chapters here. But yeah, I don't know. Again, it was it's weird that it seems hard to give it out at the end of the book for some reason. What you gotta do? You do do what you have to do. Whereas like in the first book, it's not difficult at all. Yeah. Miller, like you know, like Miller's like doing things that are like, wow, this guy's a fucking this guy's a hero. Put it Careful, all he's a hero. Careful now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Holden. Wow, he did it. Cool. Where? How can? Did it. How can our people ask questions? If you have questions, or if you are mad at us, or get comments, send them to. Or Dak. if you like no, us, you can support us. Or if you like us, that I didn't think about that. Or even if you like us, um, <laughs> you can support us on Patreon at the guys who did this, uh, or you can email us at. The guys who did this at gmail.com. Yes. That is true. Yeah, um, oh, my turn. Uh, <laughs> the music for this episode was Racing Light by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records. Hell yeah. That ends book two of The Expanse. We will start book three next. Boy, oh boy. Oh, it's going to be a doozy. Headstrong. All right. Bye. Headstrong. Oh. Oh yeah, my God.